Monday, everyone. It's Monday at 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. Every Monday from 6 to 8, bring us your new material. And uh, we'll tell you if it sucks or not. That's not how it goes. If you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good here at Joke Workshop. Be kind. Please listen and take notes if you can. That would even be... That would be... Incredible. That would mean you cared so much about your fellow comedians that you actually paid attention to them. Uh, all right, here we go. Your first comedian tonight is, we love it every time he's here. He's a hilarious guy. Uh, you can see him all the time at Rooster Tea Feathers. Oh, just so you guys know where the, the microphones are, there's one in the front, and there's they're both in the front row. Just slip right in there whenever you have comments. Make sure that you don't just yell them out to the ether because it's a radio thing, so we can't hear you if you don't use the microphone. All right, your first comedian, funny, funny guy. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Joey Avery. All right, how we doing? Workshop, is the mic in, Pam? Perfect, awesome, awesome. We're starting up. Welcome, welcome to the party. All right, quite a time to be on the internet right now, isn't it? Wow, it's exciting. Uh, it's really an interesting one because it finally, I think, once and for all took down the myth that all the social media and tech companies are, are putting out there. That it was like, like if you look at all of Facebook's slogans, it's always like, Facebook, connecting people. <laughs> Facebook, bringing people together. And now it's like, Facebook, bringing people together to shit violently down each other's throats for 24 hours at a time. Um, I feel like that's the new Facebook story. It's like, wow, I found my friend who I hadn't seen since high school, and I realized two weeks later that I hate everything that he stands for, uh, and I think I'm off. It's quite, it's quite a thing. Um, I, I mean, it was a good idea. Like, I, I always believed, and I was very excited about the idea that kind of democratize having a voice. Like, everybody should have a voice. Everybody should be heard. But I think the one thing that we missed is that uh, when everybody has a voice, there's a lot of shouting. Uh, things get very loud. It's hard to hear. People are screaming. And it doesn't work very well. And also, algorithms out, so you only see the things uh, that you tend to like and believe in. And you also see the things that are the most inflammatory because they have the most engagement. And we wonder why the country feels divided. Uh, turns out it's because we're connected. So it's quite a riddle. Um, what else? I... Uh, tell you guys a story that actually happened to me about a year ago. I didn't know if I was ever going to bring this on stage, but I, uh, I had a family trip going back to Michigan where, where my grandparents, yeah, Michigan, that's right. The mitten-shaped state. Um, I was going back to visit some family, and uh, I did something I don't often do, but I was like, you know, I'll do a little, do a little edible. I'll do a little, little, little brownie before I get on the plane. And uh, I'm very smart and very responsible. I timed it right as I was getting into security, so it would hit while I was on the plane. And then security took forever, so it hit while I was in security. Uh, and then I realized immediately I was going to be late. Uh, which is a problem for me because I'm general. I'm a pretty happy camper uh, on an edible, but I'm incapable of asking strangers for help. Uh, I'm kind of like the opposite of a hippie. 
I'm very self-reliant, but I can't ask other people for help. So I'm sitting there freaking out. And then all of a sudden, uh, I finally get through. I run to my gate. I have five minutes. I get there with two minutes to spare. I made it. But they close the door, all right? They won't let me on the plane. I'm heated. I'm baked. I'm only capable of saying, like, that's stupid. I have time. Uh, And they didn't let me on the plane. They sent me to a line. I had to wait another 30 minutes, go to another flight, okay? And now I realize I don't know where this new gate is. So as I'm walking, my weed brain is like, don't ask anyone for help. Uh, But the just missed a flight brain is like, we need help. So finally, I turn to an airport representative. They tell me where it is. They're like, actually, it's in the international terminal. And that's perfect. Uh, This woman... Uh, is Mongolian. She doesn't speak English, and you can take you with her with you. Um, what's up, John? So anyway, now here I am uh, on an edible, strapped to a Mongolian woman who doesn't speak English. About thirty minutes from my flight boarding, uh, and I don't really remember where I was going with that. But yeah, basically, <laughs> basically that was it. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. That seems inappropriate. Um, I I don't want <laughs> there there are some jokes that I feel uncomfortable doing in present company. One of them involves what's called going in the back door. Uh, I don't I don't want to do it. It's no, I'm not gonna do it. It's too much. It's too much. All right, I don't have time. Thank you so much. That's it. The almost bravery of Joey yeah, Avery. Didn't have Yay. It. Uh, but so you got the Mongolian girl to the thing. Everyone survived, and no one blew the plane up. Yeah, basically. I mean, I, I didn't get her all the way there. We basically just kept looking at each other, like she didn't speak English, and I didn't speak Mongolian at the time. And at the time. Uh, yeah, and we basically just struggled through. And she was like out of breath the whole time. And then eventually tried to get her a wheelchair. They wouldn't give me a wheelchair. And then someone found her. And yeah. Doesn't really go anywhere, but <laughs> there's funny in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody! The microphones are out there for you to comment on Joey Avery's stuff. What you liked? What you didn't like? Did you? Was his conversational good. tone funny? Did you? Find yep. No, that's good. Did, did, yeah. He's he's like, all right. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, everybody. Woo! Yay! And then my music goes out. I'm like, oh, I feel like. Poor Joey didn't get his thing. So usually what happens at the joke workshop is that um, people pay attention and then they give comments and they say things they liked or things they didn't like or things that they thought the person could work on or however that works. I know it's weird because there's like two actual people in the audience. So you guys might be trying to like impress them, but don't worry. I think they're already impressed. And they can give you comments too. If you guys have things to say, go ahead. That's what the microphones are for. You can say like that is the you know the most boring premise or you could say anything you're the you're actually the most important people in the room did you know that all right your next comedian a funny young man you guys are going to enjoy him take notes decide what you want to say to john alcabez okay, people. um is this on cool i have a question who else is in a line of work that's basically just a dumb game on your phone? Where are my Uber drivers, my task rabbits, my pocket servants, or whatever the fuck they're doing these days? Um, I, I'm in that line of work. I, uh, I used to drive for Instacart. I've always just dr- like been driving for apps, just 
And when I say I, I always clarify that I drive for apps and I don't work for them because I'm not like one of those people who like sits at a computer and that's how I got my job. I just like own a car and a smartphone, so they let me do that. Um, people like those kinds of jobs though because there's like it's easy. It's like it's just a game. It's like a, as about as challenging as playing Frogger and about the as rewarding. And um, there's not really any like. Like people like like those jobs because they're like you don't have a boss, quote unquote. Like that's what they always say on Craigslist when on like the Uber ads, like be your own boss. And like it's not really true. Like it's sort of true. Like there's still a 25 year old millionaire profiting off of your labor. He just doesn't get to yell at you. You know what I mean? Like that's and that's why I was such a shitty employee. I think because there is just a. I when I wanted to cancel a shift at the last minute, I didn't have to like tell a human to their face. I just like pressed a button on my phone and it just did it for me. Um, I worked for Instacart for two years, just doing, pulling that kind of shit constantly, just not being a reliable employee. And then after two years, they sent me an email and they were like, hey, uh, you're super fired. Yeah, you're incredibly fired. It's crazy that uh, it got this far, to be honest. We're all talking about it at the office and you're so fired, man. Um, And then a week later, I signed up for a different app and that's my plan forever. I'm just going to keep doing that. There are enough apps. It'll work. Um, and I also, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad canceling shifts because, like, the, like, if I was, like, a teacher or something and I, like, ha- I, like, wouldn't, like, go out drinking the night before because I was like, oh, those kids got to learn. But all I'm doing is, like, bringing rich people their, like, booze or their whatever they need. I don't, like, and the thing is, the people that I'm bringing it to, the only people that can afford that, this is my theory, and there's a lot of holes in it, but just stay with me. The only people that can afford that are the people who, like, invent the app. So, literally, these people are just sitting at computers inventing ways for you to bring them stuff, and then that makes them a bunch of money, and then they use that having you bring them stuff. It's a, I don't know. I don't know if it's totally true. I feel like people like those kind of kinds of jobs though, because they're like, for the same reason that cops like their jobs. You know what I mean? Just no accountability. Uh, there, yeah. That's what, I, that's what I was going for. It took me this long, but it took you on a wild ride with me. There's a little more accountability in the app world. Like, if you're an Uber driver and somebody pukes in your Uber and you shoot them in the face seven times, you're gonna get deactivated at least. You're gonna be in some trouble. Um, I don't know. Hey, um, here, I'll do one last, one stupid political joke. Um, Trump blames, okay, Trump likes blame, Trump likes getting, like, like, getting people against other people by blaming our economic issues on them. Like, he says, like, Chinese people, he blames Chinese people because they give us bad trade deals. He blames Mexicans because they take our jobs. Just once, I want to see him blame women for economic problems. Just once, I want to hear Donald Trump be like, look, women be shopping, okay? Everybody knows it. Nobody wants to admit it. They're out there with your credit cards, okay? Melania says it's the one-day deal, one-day sale it. I don't know. I was trying to do a hack bit as Trump, which, like, makes it hack. I don't know. I thought it would, like, I thought it would, like, go all the way around, but it didn't quite make it. It just kind of swung there at the bottom. Um, Cool, yeah, that's all. Thank you. John Alcabez, hooray, yay, and then yay. All right, comments from the gallery of the people doing the listening and the paying attention of the stuff. Comments? No comments? Everyone just loves each other today. Everyone today is so perfect. 
<clears throat> I, uh, I like the part about the, uh, the comparison to Frogger. And I was just thinking maybe you could talk about like all the, maybe some of the games that you played when you were like, you know, younger and how like they prepared you for this line of work. It's like maybe you could talk about yeah. your resume of, uh, oh, yeah, that's funny. of like gaming experience and how that came into play. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea of a resume. I also thought uh, with the Frogger as your choice example that there is an opening that Frogger is all about car accidents, that it's all about hitting the frog. And so there's definitely an opening if you're tying Frogger to your Uber driving. Well, is there another, is there, are there any of those like little games where you, you're a driver? Because I could have thought of like a, I feel like I could have thought of a better. I, Mario Kart? Yeah. I guess that could work. But yeah, that makes sense. Oh, if you like, you want to go old school, pole position, maybe. I don't what? Maybe pole position if you really want to go old school. Uh, I do want to go old school, but I don't know what that is. But Pole position was the game where it was like you actually drove a car, like it had a steering wheel and you could uh, shift up and down and you sat in a little. It was like one of the first. All right. Or Paperboy was another one, but that one's not as... That's yeah. different because you're riding a bike. Frogger seems pretty... Frogger or Pac-Man seem pretty, like... Yeah. Dig out, dug out. Dig, dug? <laughs> we can all just name... Old, I, my favorite one was Pitfall. I loved Pitfall. Atari Pitfall. But that's fun. Does anyone have any real comments for John Alcabez about his jokes or anything like that? We just want to talk about old Atari games. All right! Yay! All right, your next comedian is super helpful and rad around the station all the time. He's also a funny guy. Clap your hands wildly for George Davis. Somebody left their book in here. Anybody? 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 All right. Cool. I'm gonna do their jokes now. <laughs> All right, family trip in Michigan. All right. Well, I'm from Michigan, George. I'm from Michigan, from Kalamazoo, Michigan. It's a lovely city. If you ever been to a college town, you might like it. Uh, family trip in Michigan. Oh well. My family is like from like southern Michigan, like which is really kind of weirdly racist and weirdly like white, but like really kind of black because like every kind of town is sort of divided down in lower Michigan. Like all of a sudden you'll have like, oh, that's the black town. Oh, and that's the white town <laughs> and shit, right? Like I grew up like in a small town with like 300 people and they were all black. It's the weirdest shit, like, in the middle of Michigan, because it's not all black. If you ever go to Michigan, it is very white. <laughs> and, like, it's very weird. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't tell this other guy's jokes, because I don't know his jokes. Here's. Oh, oh, here's one. All right. Guy's got a joke about fucking putting a gun in a woman's mouth. 
or his mouth and getting fucked while like having a gun in his mouth. Yeah. I, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. Who's the weird one in that situation, right? Is it the guy who wants the gun in his mouth? Or the one who puts a gun in his mouth? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it this guy? Or is it like this guy? <laughs> and I don't fucking know, right? Who is weirder? It reminds me of this woman that, like, hangs out down on 16th and Mission, right? She has a tattoo all over her face. And the tattoo looks like this. It's like just all mouth black, like a black hole. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird noise to make, my man. <laughs> is that good or is it? Mm? <laughs> because I cannot tell who's weirder. Once again, the woman who wants this fucking tattoo that looks like, <laughs> or the asshole who's willing to give it. Because you have to be a real kind of son of a bitch who's like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. <laughs> Just start drawing all over her face because that's fucked up. It's <laughs> fucked up. It's like nobody should be living with that fucking thing. But anyway, well, I'll do the early hugga hugga. And I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to call my own honka honka. All right. Let's, let's take the fucking abuse. about weird and scary people. What do you guys think? Is you gotta he, tell it, jokes to fucking... He's fuck pushing the envelope. He's pushing the boundaries. No, yeah, you were sure you were the weird... But it was really a person that you saw. She really had a... Yeah. Could it have been, though? Could it have been Sharpie? Could she have just drawn on her mouth with a Sharpie? No. You knew it was a... Oh, I've seen her, like, for months. I, I know this woman. She lived down the way. <laughs> That is not, it's not a joke. It's a, like, hey, guess what I made up? No, this woman is her whole mouth. It's cov- It's like, that's really, that's, and yeah. It's fucked right. up. Yeah. Maybe you need a third example because you have the example yeah. about Ken Suzuki and his gun joke. Yep. And then you have the example of the lady down the street with her black hole mouth. Yeah. And maybe there's like a third thing that's either yeah. so not, I'll Believable. make up something about like my own asshole or something. Hey, right? What about this yeah, guy you know, you talk about and my hemorrhoids are so itchy. Fucked up. That How I, fucked up are they? Yeah, who's <laughs> who's worse, the doctor that stuck his finger? That would be funny. Hey, I got hemorrhoids. <laughs> they're they're not funny. They're <laughs> let me terrible. tell you about my hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> I finally understand that weird ring thing that they made him sit down in. Uh, it's, uh, it sucks getting old. Or older, I should say. Does anybody else have any like comments? Everyone's so quiet today. I put the child. The, he- the child is in headphones now. The child can hear nothing. <laughs> the child I said, "Fuck that kid." <laughs> the, child, the child can hear nothing. The child has headphones. Thank you. Everything's okay. Oh, wait, I liked the instant improv. I liked the. Uh, I liked the uh, uh, fact that you just took someone else's joke book and said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna run with it." <laughs> Bold. I like that. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me to take this off stage. Whose is it? I don't know. Oh, okay. Who went first? Uh, it was Joey Avery's. Ooh, that's an important one. Ooh. Uh, hey, everybody, put your hands together for George Davis! 
Yay. Yay. Um, all right. Your next comedian. This is, this is, this is Joey Avery's thing. We'll have to tell him. Uh, yeah, it's an, it's a new one too. It's a new one. If your shoes say Calvin Klein and my shoes say Joey Avery, you shut your damn cracker mouth. <laughs> That's funny. You had a funny joke in there. All right. Your next comedian. Another funny guy uh, runs a show on Saturdays at 222 Hyde uh, called The Setup. So you guys should uh, listen to him right now. Take notes. He's another really funny guy. Take notes on the jokes. Make this as useful as you want it to be. Hey, and, and people on stage, you can also lead the discussion. If people aren't saying things, just you can lead them, make them talk to you. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Richard Cervantes. What's up, guys? Ooh, that was a nice noise. I like that. Sounds like we're going into space or something. Ooh. You ready for some cerebral material? <laughs> I don't know uh, what I'm going to do without a Joey Avery joke book to get me through this set. I'm just going to have to go off the top of the dome. All right. So uh, when I was growing up, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically fuck you to everyone else. Now it's my set. Uh, when I was growing up, my dad really wanted me to be a doctor. He would always say that. He'd be like, Richard, I want you to be a doctor. And he would say, because I don't want you to live the difficult life that I have lived as a software engineer. He's, I was like, he was serious. <laughs> you know, so he's like, oh, there's so much turnover in the business, you know. Every year and a half to two years, there's another company coming around offering you a better job. <laughs> so difficult. Don't live this life. Uh, my dad taught me how to program when I was eight years old, which is <laughs> ridiculous. That, instead of playing catch, we did uh, pair programming. So really, it's like, you write a line of code, I'll write a line of code, let's switch. It was still father-son bonding, though, so it's fun. Um, oh, it looks like the headphones are off. So, okay, so I tried to get a, a job in tech. Like, I tried to, um, I had a phone interview with Google, and they were like, hey, uh, a 1,000 gigabytes, how much is that? And I was like, uh, one trillibyte? And the guy was like, isn't a trilobite like a marine fossil? <laughs> Do you mean terabyte? And the interview petered out and I failed. Uh, and I can never work at Google now because there's in my file written, uh, Richard Sarvate does not know the difference between disk storage and marine arthropods. <laughs> It's, uh, it's all good. It worked out. I got a job at Yahoo because they don't really care about qualifications. So <laughs> managed to do that. Sometimes people try to make me feel better about working at Yahoo. They're like, oh, you know, like I used to have a Yahoo email address. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, back in high school, that was my first email address. <laughs> and it's always something like, you know, Sparkle Bubble 33. <laughs> like there's no such thing as like a professional Yahoo email address, you know? There's no like Wilbur Bancroft attorney at law at yahoo.com. In fact, if anyone tries to do business with you over a Yahoo email address, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a scam. It's a scam. I have a, a filter set up in my Gmail. Uh, if it comes from a Yahoo email address, go straight to trash. 
That way I avoid all scams. <laughs> all right, guys, let's, let's pivot here. Let's do a little pivoting. Um, my eyes are like uh, homing missiles for breasts. Yeah, it's like, dude, they'll just like lock in and go. It's like, um, like, and sometimes I won't even know there are breasts in my field of vision, but like I'll feel a tug and I'll be like, ooh. It's like, um, like if Waldo had breasts, I would be able to find him immediately. You know, just like, Waldo, Waldo. There's no Waldo on this page. <laughs> uh, I feel like breasts are like uh, homeless shelters for my eyes. You know, like, uh, come on, give us your sick, your weary. We know you're tired from looking at pavement and cars and the sides of buildings. But then, you know, you can't look for too long, right? Otherwise, people think you're weird, and then poof, they're out like drifters on a train. Okay. Uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll work on that. Uh, I think I got like 30 seconds here. Um, whenever I'm at a restaurant, I see like ketchup and mustard, and I always feel like ketchup is like the hot girl, and mustard is like the ugly friend that comes along to the club. <laughs> you know, ketchup like gets all the attention, you know. Mustard gets approached by a few weirdos. And at the end of the night, <laughs> at the end, ketchup's like, wasn't that fun? We should do this again. Mustard's like, yeah, great time. Let's do it. All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Richard Sarvate. Hooray, hooray for Richard Sarvate. Thank you. All right. Comments. I have one. Um, I, this is weird to like talk in this and not look at you. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Okay, no, cool. I like There's your... two of them up there. You can know, go to either they're one. they're farther away. Join me here. <laughs> so... I like your um, ketchup mustard stuff. Oh, I cool. feel like you could go farther into like mustard being like way more complex and having more personality. Uh -huh, but like yeah, ketchup's yeah. like super basic but gets all the attention like yeah, a hot yeah. girl is. That's and then perfect, yeah, yeah, like mustard's like way more interesting but gets no attention. Yeah, that's like and a that's great analogy. Thank you. Yeah. I had something to say but then I didn't write it down and then you want, you moved on to the to the where's Waldo thing. What was before the boobs and the Waldo joke? It was just Yahoo stuff. Yahoo stuff. Yeah, I actually still have Hotmail and I feel like a lot of people don't take me seriously uh. because Hotmail is my only real email. <laughs> like it's Pam Sedai at Hotmail.com. Wow. It is old school. I've never, I've, and I just, it's so funny that you just don't, you, if you've ever got an email from me, you're probably just like, this, she's not even a real person. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because who uses Hotmail? There was, it was just, I, your joke resonated with me because I'm like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I should put in a Hotmail AOL also, maybe. AOL, yeah. I remember that when you used to get the free thing, discs in the mail for the yeah, long, yeah, yeah. it was a long time ago. Uh, other yeah. comments for Richard Sarvate? Getting up to it. There we Joseph. go. Uh, I like the uh, ketchup and mustard bit. Cool. Um, I agree. You could go deeper in that. Uh, the mustard could say, yeah, dude, I'm French. Um, ah. Is that right? Uh, you could go deeper. It's like, oh, I shouldn't have gone out with you tonight. Yeah. I should have. Well, no. I don't know. You could do, there's a joke in there, something about, yeah, I should have done this with relish. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. See? <laughs> play on words. Um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. I'm going to come with something. Well, and Thanks if you want to be ridiculous about condiments... I mean, you can always go to like condom 
mints. Condiments. <laughs> like if you're like, Ooh, and then pine. for late night, you know, when you get out, if you get a, you always get a fresh mint, and you're like, oh, never mind. It's not. It's too obvious. <laughs> no, thank you. All right, thanks everybody. All right, everybody, Richard Sarvate. <laughs> Richard Sarfate, yay! All right. Moving right along here on the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Your next comedian is a very funny guy. You guys are going to enjoy him. Take notes and give him tips and pointers and tags and all kinds of fun stuff. It's Jesse Warren. Yay! Yeah, that was great. I also uh, have a Hotmail account, and I work in tech, but it's because I prefer jesse.warren at hotmail.com to, like, fucking jesse.warren69 at gmail.com. I think it's, like, worth it to have the more obscure email. Fuck numbers in an email. All right, cool joke. All right. uh, I'm trying to meet women in real life more. Uh, Me and my friends are, like, tired of internet dating, Um, so we're trying to do cold approaches. Do you guys know what that is? That's where, like, you go up to some girl you think is cute and you just say some shit. It's, it's really a term that people my age came up with who are so dependent on dating apps that we need to coin a new term to mean like just saying hi. It's like that's essentially what that is. Uh, so uh, I was scared to do this shit so I talked to my friend who's like hella good with women. He's just killing it. He like even has a girlfriend. It's crazy. He's just really doing well. And he's like, all right, just use the three second rule. And I'm like, okay, that means, so like for food, that's where like if you drop it on the ground, you can still eat it or whatever. So I'm like, all right, man, does that mean if she like trips and falls, I should still eat her pussy? Is that what that means? Uh, and he's like, no, that's gross. Don't say that. And he was like, oh, this is what, what it means is that if you see a girl you want to talk to, say something to her within three seconds. That way you don't have time to talk yourself out of approaching her. Um, I'm like, okay, that sounds great, but what do I say? He's like, oh, just say hi. And I'm like, what? <laughs> hi? Saying an unprovoked hi to a stranger? That's like rape, right? That's, that's essentially rape. I think that's rape. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say that. So what do I say, man? How do I, how do I talk to this girl? And he goes, just say whatever comes to your mind right away. Uh, no, no, I will not do that. That's probably a bad idea because the first few thoughts I have when I'm like seeing a girl I want to talk to are inappropriate. They're like, I want, I th- hey, I think your face looks ideal to come on um, or and, and I want to move you into my house. Those are my first couple thoughts. And in reality, those are like my eighth and ninth thoughts. But my first and second thoughts, I don't feel comfortable sharing with you on stage. So those are uh, no, those are the those are ones I'm going with. Um, yeah, man, I can't do the cold approach thing. Yeah, fuck that shit. All right, uh, I'm my proudest thing in my whole life is that I'm Eskimo Bros with Drake. Yeah, I'm Eskimo Bros with Drake. If you don't know what Eskimo Bros is, is like you guys fuck the same girl. Um, how I know this? So the story behind this is that um, there's this girl in my college. Um, I had heard that she had had sex with Drake because she told me because she tells everybody right away. <laughs> she tells everybody she's so proud of it. And I'd seen her at this party and uh, I had looked at her from across the room. I was like, God damn, she's so fine. She even like carries herself 
Like she had fucked Drake. Like she was walking a little more emotionally. She was just like doing her thing. I was like, I'm so attractive to her. Attracted to her. And I, I, uh, I went up and talked to her. And I was fortunate enough to convince her to do sex stuff with me. And we were doing that shit. And in the moment, I was just so, so into it. I was just thinking like, oh, shit, what would Drake do in this scenario? I was just like, oh, man, maybe Drake would do this. And I had put on Pandora Radio for some rap music. And then Drake came on, and the lyrics might have well have been like, hey man, I fucked your girl, I fucked your girl, dude, and I was just like, I, I was, I came immediately after that, I, uh, I was so turned on, <laughs> thanks guys. Jesse Warren, yay, comments. Okay, um, you're you're like the the things you want to say to a girl yeah. like when you first like I like how you're like like oh, I want to like I want to come your face whatever would be like your eighth and ninth and I feel like you should do something where like my first and second thoughts are really like I just want to take you out for a nice dinner like things okay. that you wouldn't admit because yeah, they make you sound nice like and a, not yeah, yeah, yeah. like a baller at all yeah I think it'd be funny yeah I like that cool me too cool cool cool. All right, what else? I've heard that, that joke twice, and every time you change it up, it's funnier every Yeah, I tried it for the first time on Friday. Thanks, man. Yeah, I've been good, working on it. That's a good business. That's a good business. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I fucked a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what happened in my head, man. Drake might as well have said that shit. Um, all right. Any other comments? There we go. Is that an actual Drake song you were singing? <laughs> no, I mean, like, was it was the melody the actual song? Oh no, no, Drake didn't have a song like where I fuck you, but no, but like, did this melody you were oh, singing was uh, that the song? No, but in my head it sounded like something he would say. I just channel. Oh, I just think it'd be cool if maybe if you used a melody from one of his actual like, songs. Hold on, I'm going home. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Listen, I just fucked your girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. All right, cool, man. All right. All right, Jesse Thanks, Warren. All right, your next comedian, he's a new guy. And he is, uh, at first I thought that he was related to a famous person because I'm not even, I don't even, I can't even, I'm sorry, I can't even pay attention. I'm double dipping tonight, you guys. I'm babysitting at the same time. Uh, your next comedian, she just farted, so it's like, it's really rank in here. Uh, she, okay, she already apologized. She's like, I'm sorry, Nanny Pammy. Like, dude, it's definitely, it's, don't, don't come in here. It's, you know, kids, when they fart, sometimes it's like, it has more like real like musk to it. I don't know what they're eating these days. <laughs> I think she just ate like a dead squirrel because it's like, it's musky, is what I'm saying. Your next comedian is going to be very funny. Put your hands together for Jack Lieber. So uh, I think the book Green Eggs and Ham becomes a lot darker if you interpret the narrator as a Jewish man trying to keep kosher. Suddenly it's the harrowing tale of a man forced to abandon his faith and break a covenant with God just so Sam will shut the fuck up. Uh, I recently had to throw away uh, all of my like pastas and rices and stuff because we had pantry moths. And while I was cleaning out one of the cupboards, in addition to the pantry moths, I found a ton of spiders. 
And this was incredibly upsetting, not because I'm scared of spiders, but because that was the ultimate betrayal. Like, I never kill spiders at my house. I don't even bring them outside because I thought we had an implicit agreement that they could live in my apartment rent-free on the condition that they eat bugs. And no, they are supposed to eat the pantry moths, not cohabitate. Um, my, my roommate got really excited because there is a new grocery store in our area. Uh, and he's excited because it's all organic, uh, non-GMO, uh, preservative-free. And it just, that's where he lost me because I am adamantly pro-preservative. I think they're wonderful that we figured out a way to make food stay good longer. And for some reason, that's supposed to be a bad thing. And he was like, but look at this string cheese. It has an expiration date in 2020. Cheese isn't supposed to be good that long. I'm like, no, cheese isn't supposed to be, and that's where the sentence ends. Cheese is not supposed to be. We made cheese. You can't go off into the wild and find cheese in its natural habitat. Like, ancient scientists figured out a way to make milk taste delicious. Modern scientists figured out a way to make it stay good longer. It's like, and it's the thing, you have to think, how do we make cheese? We trick a cow into giving us milk thinking that its calf is taking the milk. Then we steal that, that, we use that stolen milk, let it go bad and acidify, then we add in remnant, which is a enzyme that comes from the stomach of mammals. But yeah, preservatives are unnatural. Um, things like this make me feel like I might be a bad liberal. Uh, it, like that and, uh, I always get upset at anti-war marches because there's always someone who has the sign. Uh, you probably have seen it either in, as a sign or on Facebook where it says, bombing for peace is like fucking for virginity. And people always feel really clever about it and I hate that sign. Uh, not just because it's overused, but because bombing for peace is like fucking for virginity is a pro-war statement. If you just have a little bit of patience all that fucking can produce a brand new virgin. That's not even an obscure fact. That is the most practical and popular method of virgin production. A vast, vast majority of virgins come as a direct result of fucking. Like, when you say bombing for peace is like fucking for virginity, what you're saying is we need to bomb the entirety of the Middle East, and there will be peace in nine months as long as we don't pull out. All right. Thank you, guys. Jack Lieber, everyone. Go up to the commenting commenters. I mean, I don't have any suggestions. I just really like that last joke. That's my comment. <laughs> the last joke's punchline takes too long. To get to it? Yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it, there should be a way to just go boom, boom. Right into like that being fucking at the the ending. Well, my, I, I thought it was interesting. Like I thought everything you said was just so smart and like funny. I was like smiling the whole time. I think you turned that microphone off. There's I, a there's I, a there's a knob on it, a non off switch on it. Yeah. Pull it out and. All right, testing, testing, yeah, testing. Yeah, now it works. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah, man, it was just so. It was like very smart. I love your content. 
and I was like smiling the whole time because um, like there's like it was it was like humorous the whole time, but uh, it's lacking like distinct punches. But the whole thing was like so smart and funny, man. And I I love the the premises. Like that milk thing was just like man, good point, man. Was, like that's <laughs> but, so, okay, that's so the, the true shit. The thing I had a problem with about the thing the cheese. If you don't like cheese, you sure know a lot about fucking cheese that you don't like oh, cheese. You know what I, I'm saying? Well, I like so I like cheese. I'm I'm pro preservative. Oh, I, it just I, sounded like you were anti-cheese, and I was like, "Why well, is this I, I asshole talking about?" Clear in the future. Oh, okay, yeah, because I think cheese is awesome. So I was like, "How?" I was like, "That doesn't make you gender yourself to your audience, because kind of everybody likes cheese." And I thought that you were like going after cheese and like why cheese is bad. And I'm like, "Cheese is the best." I don't want to hate this guy, but cheese is the best. So make it very clear from the get-go that you that that you love cheese. Otherwise, right. we're gonna be like. Why does he hate cheese? What's wrong with this guy? I'm always okay. happy to throw in an I love cheese. Okay, good. Right. Uh, thank you. Yay! Yay, Jack Weaver likes cheese! I would have listened to your last joke. It's just once I thought you were a cheese hater, I was like, I don't want to listen to this guy anymore. He doesn't like cheese. Uh, it's like when someone says, I don't like ice cream. I'm like, you're, you're a terrible person. Your next comedian is not a terrible person. She's a very nice person and a very funny person. And we're glad that she's been joining us more regularly here at Mutiny Radio. And you're going to love her too. Put your hands together for Elizabeth Mansfield. Thank you. I like cheese too, but I try not to eat it. It makes me fart like a child. <laughs> Musky. <laughs> Musky. Um, I've been really lonely lately, like, like probably lonely and I'm trying to find a way to make it funny. So I'm going to work through some jokes about it. Um, but it's like, it's like negatively affecting, like it's really affecting my sex life, but not in the way you might think. Like if it was like five years ago and I was lonely, I would just like go sleep with a stranger. But now like I'm starting to like want just like companionship. Like I'm attracted to people I wouldn't even have sex with. Like I'm just like, oh, he looks like he'd be fun to get takeout with. And I'm like, oh my God, he looks like he'd be a great cuddler. Like I did, um, I went on a work trip. Like my whole team went to New York and it was a bunch of people I hadn't like worked with before and we were all out. And like there were s several very attractive single guys there and we all got completely shit-faced. And like, again, five years ago, I would have been like, I'm totally gonna hook up with someone. But this time I was like, maybe we'll all get so drunk that we'll fall asleep in the same room. <laughs> like, like, that, like my dream of life is basically to live in where the wild things are, where we just all sleep in a big pile. And then I go home and someone's made me porridge. <laughs> and it's still hot. Like that is like all I ever want in life. Um, but it's just, it's not happening. Like I just, like I just want someone, I just wanted to bring someone home who's like, I can just smell their coffee breath in the morning. Like, that's all I want. Anyway, um, what else? I, so like, yeah, back to sex because that's pretty much all I ever talk about. Um, I feel like, like I'm like, I'm more scared of sex now that I'm getting older. Like I've made it 35 years without getting an STD. So I feel like I'm due. Like, <laughs> Like, I think, I'm pretty sure the next person I fuck is definitely going to give me herpes. Like, and I, this is, like, this is the filter I put people through now. Like, I go outside, I'm like, I'm totally going to sleep with him. And I'm like, he probably has an STD. And, like, when I was 20, I'd be like, okay, great, who cares? I'll get over it. But now I'm like, no, it's going to be with you forever. You're going to have to tell your future husband that you have herpes. Like, that's, yeah, that's the filter I put things through. Um, what else? Um, I work in mid-market. I work like near Civic Center. And uh, today I was walking home, like every day I just walk through like this homeless camp. 
And I was walking home from work today and I saw someone like shooting heroin for the very first time, like putting a needle in their leg. And it was so disturbing to me to see someone like actually put a needle in their body. And I didn't have a lot of time to dwell on it because I had to get to acupuncture, <laughs> which I do like weekly. It's like white girl's heroin. Like you, you have like problems with your body and you stick a bunch of needles in yourself and then all your pain goes away and you take a nap. Like that is as white as it gets pretty much. Um, what else? I, yeah. Oh, what do I have that's a minute long? Um, I started working out more because I am trying to be like a hot 35 year old and it's taking a lot of work. Um, I went to the gym with this guy that I was sleeping with and he was just, he was so hot and like so buff. And we went to the gym together and um, the manager came up to us and he was like, excuse me, I'm going to have to ask you guys to leave. Um, I can see very clearly you're training this woman and we don't allow private trainers in this gym. And the guy was like, no, 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 I'm not her trainer. This is my girlfriend. And the manager kind of like gave me an up and down. He was just like, okay. And like walked away. <laughs> but like I wasn't even offended by that. I was more like, oh, are we saying girlfriend? Like I was more upset about being committed in a committed relationship than I was about being fat shamed. Um, okay, I think that's my time. Thank you. Elizabeth Mansfield gives her dating advice to everyone. Mm-hmm. I also, I'm 42 and I never had an STD and I feel kind of like a special delicate flower. Yeah, don't you feel like you're due? But I, no, no, because I shut it down. I didn't, I Just never let guys go down on me because I was so afraid of getting herpes on my girly parts. Wait, from their mouths? It's herpes simplex one and two are the same herpes. Yeah, I have, location, a, one of my coworkers location, location. told me her husband gets cold sores and she's like, oh, I've never had them and I was just like, stay the fuck away from me. Yeah, well, it's, uh, they can, can lie dormant. You can, 70% of people carry the virus. Yeah. And, but not everybody shows it necessarily or sometimes they'll get stressed or it'll come out in different places. But the problem is if you have an active sore on your mouth and you go down on someone, you can give them it on their objective. Well, now you took away the only other form of entertainment I had. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just, that's why I've never, people have always been like, why don't Super. you, they're like, why don't you like oral sex? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm afraid of herpes on my girly parts. That's yeah. Why. I'm just going to get takeout and cuddle from yeah, now on yeah. forever. The heroin, the, fe the white heroin joke is hysterical with the, I feel like you can go farther with like Lululemon or you can be even more Marina or something about it. Like, I didn't think I could get more Marina, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is kind of no, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I cool. feel like if you want to extend it, you have that opportunity. Like, okay. Cause it, you're already being kind of self-effacing yeah. and I'm like, I like you still. Thanks. So you can go far into that whole thing without, you like, know, making get more your audience like, hate you. you hashtag know? basic girl and be like, Oh my God. Like some, yeah, you could, okay. you could, but All then right, it'd okay. be, you could do it as an act out. That would be great too. I'll figure it out. Cool. Thanks. This is, it may seem minor, but tagging that now that you've she told you about herpes and oral sex, yes, if you incorporate that in there and then end it with you've that destroyed the last one entertainment I had left. Yeah, actually, that could totally work. And then, um, I, because heroin also is considered to be white, like physically like white drug as well. I felt like heroin's a white drug. Brown. Yeah. It's literally white. Brown. I mean, yeah, but if it's cut, we're talking like oh. wow. If we're talking cut. I've learned so much about heroin. Well, like today. they call it like China white and everything else like that. But so like the color of the heroin is white. What you are getting like pure shit? Then never mind. Um. Brown. Cool right, feedback, on. guys. Never mind. I was gonna say you could work with that. <laughs> Thanks. I'm done.
Yay! That was Elizabeth Mansfield. Yay! All right. She's 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 going potty. Thank God. Oh man, it's getting so beefy in here. I was just like, I can't handle it. I can't handle the farting anymore. It's like um, it's like I used to I used to I, I wonder why my brother and I older brother and I don't get along. And I think it's that he used to fart in my face all the time, and I just couldn't handle it. All right, your next comedian, another funny lady. Are you okay? Do you need help with the? No one will go in. Just close the door. No one will go. We all know you're in there. No one will open the door. I'm gonna go after you okay I'll, I'll help you I'll start this up and then I'll come help you I can even wipe for you if you need me to no problem uh, I am a nanny I am a full service nanny I wipe all kinds of butts uh, your next comedian funny lady uh, clap your hands together everybody Sabrina Miller hello hello all right, good to see so many familiar faces on Monday. Good to see some, um, some new faces. All right, let me just dive right in here. Um, from a very early age, I knew that I was different from the boys I tagged along with. They were like, I want to be a policeman. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be an astronaut. What about you, Andrew? They'd asked me. I want to be a female comedian. <laughs> but never out loud. God, no. It was the 80s. Not a good time to come out. The only transitioning I knew about was like Catholic to Jew. Or, of course, uh, D to R, Democrat to Republican. Guess that was an 80s thing. And here's the other complication. On the inside, I was like Tony Sparks in a Speedo, doing a pole dance. <laughs> but, and um, yeah, interesting image there. You'll never get that out of your mind. <laughs> and um, here's, yeah, here's the, uh, but on, on the outside, I was like plain old vanilla yogurt. I was like, hey. Great thing about open mic night, I get to let, uh, let out my inner Tony Sparks for like three minutes at a time. And, um, Let's see. Um, being a trans woman is like a big commitment. Um, well, it's a big investment, not just not just money-wise. Like, first off, like vagina maintenance is like way more involved than penis maintenance. It's like say goodbye to the old wa washcloth wipe down, followed by the little axe spray. No. <laughs> no. Uh, sprucing up the vajayjay. Oh my God, I sound like Kim Kardashian. Uh, sprucing it up, it's, it's, it's like, it's about as much fun as like cleaning a whisk. No, it's more like getting the squeezy bowl portion of a turkey baster clean. And actually come to think of it, it's like cleaning one of those garlic presses. It's got the little, you know, the little flippy part with all the holes and surface area and it's like, just kept keep dipping it and cleaning it and rinsing it. So, what was that next part? Oh yeah. <laughs> Before I transitioned, I had like two urinary, urinary tract infections in like 30 years. That's it. Nowadays, I spend a whole lot more time on the over-the-counter at the uh, over-the-counter aisle at the drugstore, looking for the best value on orange pee. <laughs> Want to know one of the major risk factors for a UTI? 
being a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a bonus. Um, anyone who still thinks transitioning is a choice should really take time to read shit like this. Thank you very much. Okay, last bit. This is some new stuff I've thrown in. Um, all right, um, some trans women want the full cisgender female experience, and that includes simulating a period. Don't ask me how they do this. I haven't Googled it for one reason, and that is I don't, I don't get the point of like, you know, you know, it's like being a woman doesn't like stop with like, where the full experience doesn't like stop with like having uh, a reference for totally getting period panty jokes. There's like the whole IUD thing and the whole pregnancy thing. So I just, I just skipped to like um, simulating pregnancy. And it seems like Thanksgiving is my favorite time of year for doing this. And uh, after the election, it, it seems. So I'm still working off my food baby here. It's gone a little smaller. It's been really tricky figuring out like the name. So I've narrowed it down to Nora Hope, uh, Dances with Nuclear War, kind of fond of uh, Indian names, and of course, Soul Crushing Disappointment. Mm hmm, Soul Crushing Disappointment. You know, I think that'll be like a good uh, name for a flavor for a Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And I was just thinking, I wonder like, if Trump had an ice cream flavor, uh, like named after him, what would it be? It's like, I've been thinking about that all day, so I haven't been really able to come up with anything. But that's it for me, so. Sabrina Miller, type for comments. I'll, I'll start with, um, unless you're working specifically on a Tony Sparks joke to do just for him, it's right. when you do jokes about local comics, I mean to other comics it's fine, but it's kind of unusable material because anywhere else you go besides Brainwash, no, nobody knows. I mean, and, and if you say something mean, we're all going to be like, ah, ha, 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 cool, but then that's mean, but like, you know, then your joke wasn't mean, but I'm just like writing specific material about if you're going to use it for Tony for some reason then by all means work on it but just in other places it's like if you did a show say at the Purple Onion they don't give a fuck about Tony Sparks do you yeah. know what I mean actually yeah I'm working on it for Brainwash specifically oh cool yeah well then there you go I'm not familiar with like the average rate of UTIs uh, between uh, between females and males, but because you said you had it twice, I was thinking you could p tie that into as a form of foreshadowing, saying, "Yeah, I always more sign that I've always been a woman," because you said it was before you transitioned, right? That you had your f yes. So uh, you you reference uh, the garlic press, which is such an obscure kitchen tool. That only like some people like under. I bet like half of us don't know what that is. You should make fun of yourself for owning one because you shouldn't own one. I don't know. I think like it's it comes in handy so little that like yeah. Why you why, why you anyway? It's just, a uh, unitasker. It's, Alton Brown wouldn't like it because it's a unitasker. Yeah, That's it's a un, it's a unitasker. <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it was it was a good visual. It was a funny visual. Yeah, it's it's very clean. funny. But and you they're impossible to clean out. Absolutely impossible to clean out. I don't. I, I just want to know. It's yeah. It's so. Like, I just don't have one. I'll never own one. I, I, I swear, uh, it's, it's my mom's. I just haven't returned it yet. Every, <laughs> <I never laughs> it. That's funny. Um, 
I I heard your first joke last week and I loved what you did with it. Um, I think your punchline is really strong. I don't think you need the sound effects. Like I want to be a rocket jet. Like psh, like I think those are just like like I think you can get to the punch quicker if you just skip those because it's it's really funny. Like I want to be a female comedian. Like that's hilarious with your with your like ragtag group of boys you hung out with when you were little. I just think that's perfect. So I would ditch the sound effects. Okay. Well, it's funny actually. Um, actually, last week at Joke Workshop, a comedian said she liked the sound effects, so I kept the sound effects. At, um, this as a weird straight hetero male, you're fucking rocking the look. You like? Uh, I wouldn't be able to tell unless you told me. <laughs> FYI, I don't give a fuck. I'm yes, just high you know, praise, high that's praise. That's not a little thing. That's a big thing. Like you, you nail it. You're nailing it. So, FYI. <laughs> oh, one more thing about yes, speaking specifically about there. nailing it. Um, that's um, that's why people get UTIs is that you don't have you don't pee after sex. I used to have tons of UTIs in my early 20s because nobody told me to pee after sex. And then suddenly I turned like 26 and one of my doctors was like, you don't pee after sex. And I was like, I'm supposed to. And she's like, that's why you're constantly having UTIs. So, um, you know, pee after sex. <laughs> All right, everybody, clap wildly. Sabrina Miller, yay! All right, your next comedian. He, I don't see his lovely face, but there he is. There he is. He was hiding behind something. Hey, I'm excited that he's here. Everybody, put your hands together for Joseph Ugalde. Oh, uh, what's happening, Radioland? Uh, so, huh. uh, the thing is, uh, now that I've made it in show business, as some of you know, I've been trying to lose weight this last year. I got a little thick last year. Somebody said I had a dad bod. Yeah, I thought, wow, I either need to lose weight or get somebody pregnant. That's right. But get this, since the election, I've already lost five pounds. So it's true. I have literally lost five pounds since the election. Yeah, it's the Donald Trump workout. It's going great so far. Yeah. Instead of going to CrossFit class, you go to cross-burning class. Mm-hmm. Less gluten, more Putin. That's right, that's right. I'm just saying he was right about one thing. He's already making Mexicans disappear. See how that worked? I don't know. What else do I want to talk about? Um, I've mentioned before that four of the women I've dated in the past went out and married the next guy they met after breaking up with me. Four. four. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I said, I, I, it's clear that I'm not a participant in lifelong love, but I am a carrier of the gene. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but some people don't believe that whole story. Yeah. Somebody said to me, that sounds like a bad Dane Cook movie. And I said, how dare you? Are you suggesting that there's a good Dane Cook movie? <laughs> That's right. That's right. But I'll give you an example. Uh, I was w dating one much younger woman. She was just a couple years out of college. Don't hate. Um, and she came after me, she said, because I reminded her of her favorite college professor. Yeah, I said, well, okay, I'll take that. Uh, so we went out for a while. Then uh, I guess the holidays came up. She went back east. 
for a week. She comes back and says, uh, yeah, you remember that fa favorite professor of mine I mentioned? Well, I'm dating him now, so your services are no longer required. Yeah, this really happened. This really, really happened. It's tough finding out that you are the pale imitation in the, in the uh, equation, you know? Finding out that, that you've been dumped for a better version of you, you know? It's like going through life thinking that you're sweet, creamy butter, and then finding out that you're margarine. Yeah. It's like going through life thinking that you're Prince, and then realizing you're the Fresh Prince. Mm -hmm. Timely. It's like going through life thinking that you're Robert De Niro in Goodfellas, and finding out you're Robert De Niro and Meet the Fockers. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's not easy. It's not easy, but then I thought, well, who knows? Maybe I should just pretend that I'm, uh, that I'm a professor. Yeah, I could fake academic, huh? Hey girl, I like the hypotenuse of your ass. I don't know, <laughs> that makes no sense. That makes no sense. I, see, I can't even fake academia. I don't know, my favorite position is the canine parallelogram. That makes no sense. I don't know. Mm. My point is, folks, stay in school. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> That's what I got, gang. You're a great looking crowd. Here. Joseph Ugalde! All right, comments from the Phoenix. You stay up there. You stay up there because it's a joke workshop. Okay. Force about it. Canine parallelogram does actually make sense because your bodies are. No, sorry, parallel. I'm thinking um, perpendicular. Never mind. Is that perpendicular? I was yeah. like, you can actually make that joke if you really, really think about it. Okay. You might be able to make it work. Or the perpendicular. I can, I can change that. I can change Curvature. that. Curvature. The. the you, you could, I mean, the radius would be, I mean, because you could make a half circle out of an ass if you did a radius thing. Right. I don't know. I don't know a math joke with asses. I'm not that smart either. Mm -hmm. like the ass looks like an upside down uh -huh. three. Um, great yes. said, Joseph. I, you missed, you didn't do your opener, though. You did it right at the end. I, I, I know. I, I have to call yeah. out Jenny every set. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the other, okay, four of the women you dated went on to marry the next guy. I think you should say something about the rest of them. Be like, the rest of the I only dated four women, or like the rest of them, uh, they're all dead, or so, something like something funny about like, oh, okay. or like the rest of them, uh, no one else would ever date them. Something like to kind of I feel like there's like a space for a punch where you make one of the rest of the women you dated. Okay. Um, this like going your whole life thinking you're butter, and then you find out you're margarine. Like I think that's funny, but I I feel like it'd be funnier with a I can't believe it's not butter reference. And you're like I'm actually like I'm just I can't believe it's not like this college uh, professor or something. Good. That's good. Um. I thought when you're listing the examples of like it's like thinking you're Robert De Niro and Goodfellas and it ends up being Robert De Niro and Meet the Fockers. I thought a funny last example of that could be someone who's just it's like thinking you're this person and then actually being that person. So it's like it's like thinking you're like um, who's like a really dumb and who's like a really actor no one likes. Actor nobody likes. It's like thinking you're Nicholas Cage and then finding out you're Nicholas Cage. Oh, like that. that's good. I think that could that's be good. That's good. Yeah, I like having the long list of examples because it feels like the more I do, yeah, that just becomes fun. a joke, the yeah, fact that that yeah, is still going. Yeah. Um, so the cross-burning joke, I imagine that was a KKK reference? Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like... <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're not that white, and I don't know if it... I don't know. 
I feel like it could maybe do like crossing the border class. Like you need, like you're afraid of getting deported. Like you need to, now you need to jump like a higher wall or something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that, yeah. No, interesting point. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, what do you call that with the uh, pole vaulting? Yeah. Yeah, I did. That's nice. I did that. That's okay. I, I, I love the nonsensical stuff sometimes, but yeah. If it's about burning calories and you went to a cross burning, you definitely would be getting burnt. There you go. And so, I mean. There you go. That works. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hey, by the way, you look plenty white. You're fine. <laughs> my, my great grandmother was uh, Dutch. Oh, God, you sound like just Eastern European. Joseph Ugalday! All right, a couple of comedians left here on the Joke Workshop. Your next comedian coming up to the stage. A uh, unique individual with material that nobody else is trying to, to, to breach. Put your hands together, keep them that way, and tie them together with a little bit of rope. For Ken Suzuki! Flattered. Thank you, Pam. I hear my uh, suggestion got pulled at Hell Hat. Yeah. That was beautiful. Oh. So I've been trying to... Um, thank you, sir. I've been listening to a lot of classical music lately. I've been trying to do that more now because apparently it keeps your mind from wandering. And it's, and it's working. Because your mind can't wander when you sleep. And I know what you're thinking, but Ken, what about dreams? No, don't worry. I gave up on those ages ago. Here's something you'll discover if you find yourself staring in the mirror too long. There is no way to make yourself look sophisticated while masturbating. You can't slow stroke it like you would um, contemplatively be doing when you're stroking your chin. Even if you put a lot of sincerity and intent behind your eyes. I, I think you know you're a freak when your sex life becomes reminiscent of United States foreign policy. It's gotten to the point now that I'm referring to my orgasms as drone strikes. They're unannounced, and they destroy innocent families. <laughs> oh, why are you crying, little boy? I don't have a daddy anymore. But drone strikes does sound better. Drone strikes does sound better than the alternative. Non-consensual polyamory. And real polyamory is tough, though. It really is. It requires way, way too much time management and people skills. And it wouldn't be this big a deal. Well, it shouldn't be necessary either. Uh, but it's just too bad that uh, your sex drives don't sync up with the people you live with, like menstrual cycles. I'm a morning person. She's a whenever I'm on stage and can't be home person. So you ever been fucked with a gun in your mouth? This joke is not gonna die. <laughs> it's so hot. It is. Because <laughs> I feel like sex is better with a little bit of hate and danger behind the eyes. That's why I love to go pick up women at anti-Trump rallies. Like I didn't vote for him, but they don't know that, and there's nothing like them beginning to believe I I did. Midway through Cowgirl. That's all I got. Thank you. 
weekend, Suzuki, everyone. The reason that we all, that George and I clapped so hard is that in his set when you weren't here, he actually references your joke in a joke. He references your joke in a joke about the gun in the mouth. Yeah. I'm not giving up on that premise. No, no, I know. It's, well, it's already spawned a a fan fiction joke based off of your, you have an erotic fan fiction joke based off your joke. Good to because hear that I'm up there with Jake Because you've Rowling. hit a nerve in the crowd. You've, you've excited the people. Uh, comments for Ken Suzuki? I mean, and the thing, you guys, if you, it's a, like, it's really, a thing not, we can talk about. It. Is everybody offended? Do they, does they, are they like, you should have talked about waterboarding? Or are we like, oh, oh like, why are we, signs. how do we feel about, is he, <laughs> to, what, I don't know what you guys. I'm having fun with you here. Well, listen, man, I really want to make gun in the mouth work. Like gun love is that now, the name of it? I know you love. are, and it doesn't. And I'm using it because, like I told you, I was like, "Hey, what if you do this bit on this joke?" And you're like, "Fuck Which you, this, well, this not funny." And I was Which like, bit? "Well, here, gun how about love? I use this bit on this joke?" Which bit? Know? When do we have this conversation? Yeah, when? When we were sitting outside of that bench over what there. What was the idea you gave me? Oh, it was some bullshit about like, um, oh jeez. Because I don't think I'd respond. How you somebody, and, and I said, "Who's the weird one?" Who's the weird one in this situation? The guy pointing the gun or the guy getting the gun? And you're like, that's I don't I don't get what's funny about that. I didn't say that. Then I'll use that. So about the gun, I I feel like you can go even farther with the gun. I feel like I feel like it's still too. If you really want to make the gun work and it's not working, I think it's because you're too distanced from it, and it's like it's like a jokey joke joke because you're like. Cut, got it got in my mouth or whatever it's you've got this playful oh, thing that was kind of me hard. I would make it more like believe it believable or like and say oh and that oh you don't like it in your mouth well where else can I put it you know like or just think of like oh, how do we make the gun how do we make the gun sexy like oh the gun in my mouth isn't sexy enough what now I gotta stick it in your pussy or <laughs> like I gotta stick it in your like just how do you make a gun I sexy I don't know I feel like you've gotta I feel gun. like you've gotta sit down and write for a long time about this gun love and I love you just saying gun love that makes me laugh harder than the whole thing Boom. because you, even if it's titled like that you're like what you guys don't like gun love you don't appreciate my type of sexuality like or whatever I well, feel like it sound like I'm fucking someone with a gun in their mouth or someone's mad and they're fucking okay. me with a gun in my mouth what's it, what's it sound like I think someone okay. puts a gun in your mouth. Okay. It gotta be. Alright. Cause you gotta know where that gun is in your mouth, right? Like what part of your mouth is that fucking gun well, sitting in? And people might think that if you're fucking somebody with a gun that you'd be actually it using it like a dildo. I gotta know that fucking yeah. Where's that gun mouth love. where's that because fucking like, gun fucking you, you fuck? Because typically my bits are about like me being down, but in this case would be more of like the the like hate sex or like being fucked when you could die. Yeah. And I was going to make it hotter. And, um. Huh. Okay, well. You're telling me, man. You're the one telling the joke. I don't know. Yeah. That's the Is thing it in like, your ah. mouth? Like, what's so well, funny I don't know how it, it sounds like to you guys. That's why. The joke isn't up to me. I can see you doing, uh, doing that as a setup and then let that joke play out and then later say, You ever meet a guy who refers to his penis as his gun? Yeah. Something like that. Do you ever reveal? met a nigga named Pistol? Like, like a reveal. <laughs> Put his dick in your mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> With a gun in my mouth. There you go. 
It's like a race. Just if I don't call my tapping your little fat little woolly belly. Okay. All right, and then. Okay, I'll be writing. Yeah, you're not as all good. The jokes you want to wait. I'm gonna have to write down all these scenarios. Yeah, you're I better like with your right, but you you can't hold that fucking gun in with your left hand. I don't trust my left. Well, the gun might work as an additive because I can't come with my left hand. I'm not as good with my left. Makes up for it. All right, and then what? I because I do want to get one more joke out of it. The line uh, going from. Drone strikes killing families, splitting them up, and then say non-consensual polyamory. He's a big fan of that part of the joke. That line, yeah. Well, because it's like okay, so it sounds like like I'm having an affair. Joke it's non-consensual polyamory. You get it? Maybe because I have to explain it. Apparently, I'm just having an extramarital affair. Like, boom, going going with that one. Because the whole thing is about like destroying families. Through orgasm. What does that got to do with a gun in your mouth? No, this is the one before that. Well, oh, the drone strike, and that would be the I don't have a father anymore, and then the non-consensual polyamory means so. Yeah. Oh, I thought the the non-consensual polyamory was the explanation. Just two words mean. That's how I came up with my joke. <laughs> More words. Does it say polyamory? How's it go again? Huh? What's the phrase? Non-consensual. Non-consensual polyamory? Yeah. Or, yeah, hence the breaking up a family by having sex with someone who's married. Okay. I'm a motherfucker. You could say I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. that hurts people. Okay, we have to move on. <laughs> All right, everybody. Ken Suzuki. He's a motherfucker. Yay. Ken Suzuki's a motherfucker. Ken Suzuki, yay. <laughs> yay. Three comedians left here on the Joke Workshop. Your next comedian. Uh, hey, he's a new guy in town. Take notes, clap wildly. Mark Pittman! So you think you are a movie star, movie star. Hello, folks. Uh, Donald Trump just got elected president, so I'm deciding to get in uh, better shape in case civil war breaks out. So instead of... Uh, improving my diet or going to the gym, I got a Fitbit. And uh, whenever new apps or technology comes out, I uh, am a bit scared about it uh, because I always think in terms of how it can be used to take over humanity uh, since that's what I would do if I had the power to enslave the population of Earth. Um, If I... uh, Okay. Um, uh, no, no, I, it's, no, it's fine. Uh, 
because if, uh, if I, whenever I, uh, hold on. Uh, whenever I, okay, sorry, let me tell my first joke. Uh, all right, the first joke I ever told was uh, when I was in seven years old, and it was to my mom and my grandma, and my mom slapped me in the head because uh, it wasn't really funny. And so when I told it, um, never mind. Jeez. Okay. Whew. One thing I learned about doing comedy is that being funny is really easy, but writing jokes is hard as shit. Um, yeah. Okay, so my first joke, okay. So the first joke I ever told was in, was in, was when I was seven years old to my mom and she hit me for it. Um, and she hit, she kept hitting me until I was a senior in high school. That's when I told my next joke and, uh, uh, and my, I was tricked into it by my teacher. He, he, he was telling us this lesson about, about, about semicolons and, and when I wrote, when I wrote the example, I knew it was going to be a hit with all of my classmates. Um, uh, and, 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 uh, what made, okay, so the joke was, okay, so we're talking about semicolon, and we don't use semicolons anymore, do we? No? Yeah, we do. We do? But when was the last time we, anyone used one? When was the last time? I hear you. I hear you. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, so, um, whew, Jesus. Okay. So, semicolons. The lesson was semicolons. Okay. And the 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 joke was, um, it was it was, I went on Facebook today. I checked my messages. Semicolon. I had none. I checked my comments. Semicolon. I had none. I checked my friends list, semicolon, I had none. <laughs> Mark Pittman! Alt comedy, I think, by Mark Pittman. All right, everybody. All right, let's hear it, guys. I, I think it. he was doing a character. Yeah, I was working on that. I'm, I want. I wanted this to be the worst thing I ever done, so it can go up from here. So it can build from here. Yeah, I was trying to work on that, trying to get comfortable with my stage presence, because a lot of my jokes do implement uh, some part of emo some part of emotion, but it's hard to to practice that out off of this. Off right, of right. this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, I, I like kind of thought you were doing a character, but I like I've never seen you and I wasn't one hundred percent sure. And I felt I think I maybe would have laughed, but I was like worried I was making fun of you if you weren't doing a character at times. So I'm wondering if like the character needs to be. I think it could be. I think it could be a really funny character. I'm wondering if it needs to be more obvious because if the audience like the audience might feel bad if they feel like they're laughing at no, you. No, understand. No, I'm I'm comfortable with the being laughed at factor. I was. I, I, I became a, 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 a popular kid, so to speak, as, as school went on. I, I, I started off as that awkward mm -hmm. uh, yeah. person you all uh, just chat on just now. And 
I eventually en ended up graduating to become like the class clown of our class. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm trying to be comfortable in, 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 in the awkward and living right. in the awkward yeah. while it's happening up here. I, so. Yeah, I don't That's think it's so much like whether like if you whether or not you are comfortable with people laughing at you. Like the audience might not. If it's not really obvious that it's a character, like the audience might not laugh because they might feel like they're they might be worried that they're laughing at you. Basically, I, yeah, that, that's 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 true. I, I do I'll, think it's a funny character though. Like I think that you. I'll could. take that critique. Yeah, because uh, the 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 idea of it is to grow. Like I like my yeah. to, to evolve yeah. into the what okay, yeah. turned me into the yeah. class clown at yeah. the end of the thing. But I did start off as that. Meek human I think being. But but part of the fun part is is you not knowing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. that so that could be worked on. Yeah. Maybe you should come, yeah, come out of character or something. Yeah, I think like don't downplay it. Like the acting was obviously really good because I totally thought it was real. Um, yeah. But like yeah. I think that you could um, just like really quickly come out of it and maybe even make a joke like oh when I told my first joke my mom said you're wow. really fucking awkward or something like make a joke about how awkward you were being to kind of like make it clear that that was a character I don't know like a self-deprecating type joke I don't know yeah that like I said the the, the whole idea of the act I want to build is to evolve from you know yeah. That are, yeah. So I I hear I, I hear what you're, yeah, uh, yeah. you're trying to say, because I really am loud and obnoxious and and whatnot. Yeah. But it takes a while for me to get. To, I'm one of those once you get to know me, people's. Yeah, you, to you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't say nothing. Jenny got mad. I, I like pulled the microphone over and Jenny put her head down. I was just gonna say I hear this dude, like. Yeah. Um, you don't want to hear me because I'm not as good. Was I don't like it. 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 I don't like none of it. I think it's dumb. I think it lasts really fucking. He asked me. No, no, no. He said he wanted to know what I thought. And I'm telling you what I think. I don't like this bit. I think it's a dumb bit and I think it's beneath you and I think you're funnier than this. I think you You've never met me though. No, but but if you're smart enough to think of this, I think you're smarter than I think you're funnier than this. And that's that's just that's what I think. That's it. Boop. No, I'm not saying nothing. Any other comments? All right, Mark Pittman. It's a, it's a moth. It's not a fly. There's a moth inside and it's freaking around. It's okay. It's just a moth. It's just a moth. All right. Uh, I'm on a moth. Da, da, na, na, na. Da, 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 da. Your next comedian, uh, another funny lady. We have two left and then we will, and then it will be the end. Uh, uh, but funny lady uh, producing a show on the 30th of November at... Purple Onion at Kells. Put your hands together, everybody. Virginia Hogan! Um, so I went to the doctor, and I thought I was being really helpful by bringing in a suggestion of 79 fatal diseases that I was pretty sure that I had. And then at the end, he just wanted to treat me for, like, anxiety. <laughs> So I was like, oh, I don't really think that, that, I mean, that's fine, but I wish you would treat me for something a little bit more life-threatening. Um, I, uh, 
I kept trying to like exaggerate my symptoms to get him to like test me for more things like um, or I kept trying to think of new symptoms that I had like I actually do sometimes struggle I get dizzy and I can't walk in a straight line and uh, people always think I'm drunk and honestly sometimes I'm not um, and I uh, he asked me if my hair was brittle and I was like, well, I could always use some more volume, so I'll go with yes. Um, I told him I'd been feeling pretty cold outside recently. And he said that the weather had indeed changed. Um, I, uh, at the end, though, in the end, uh, it turns out I have, a, I have a yeast infection in my mouth. Um, yeah, you guys want to see? You guys want to see? That's so weird. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know how I got it. Like I haven't sucked any dicks in a long time. I I try to convince myself that any medical condition I have is like sexually transmitted, just to like give myself a little pep talk. Like you're still out there, Jenny. Like you got it. <laughs> still getting STD. I've never had an STD. Um, I've like maybe gotten tested for STDs like more times than I've actually had sex. Um, that's not true. I've had probably more times than distinct sexual partners though. Um, but I, uh, anyway, I have this yeast infection in my mouth, and one of the possible causes is AIDS. No, sorry, HIV. But anyway, like, when they told me that, I was like, I might have AIDS, you know? So I called up, uh, as the responsible girl that I am, I called up all of my past sexual partners, um, not really about the HIV, just to, like, check in, see how they were doing, <laughs> ask if we were still broken up. Um, turns out we are. Cool. Good thing I asked. Um, anyway, I, uh, they gave me a shot for this yeast infection, and the nurse who gave me the shot was like, do you want the needle in your arm or in your butt? And I was like, well, is there any kind of like benefit to getting it in my butt? Like, I'm always open to new things. And she said, not medically. And then I was like, well, who's the benefit for? Is it for me or for you? Turns out it was for her. It was not fun for me. Um, I'm going to do like an old bit that I kind of need some feedback on. So do you guys know what thinks are? Thinks, T-H-I-N-X. Thinks are these underwear that you can wear when you're on your period. And you don't need a tampon or anything. You just like bleed straight into them. So I think it's great that you can go out and buy menstruation underwear. Instead of waiting for your underwear to become menstruation underwear. Oh, I'm not going to make I'm going to skip to the end. Um, talk about things some more. And then I really like the tent system that they use in the Bible. Do you guys know the tent system? What used to happen is that when women were on their periods, they would just go like hang out in a tent for a few days, like shake it off. When I read that, I was like, shit, was there Wi-Fi in the tent? Because that sounds like a fucking vacation, you know? Like hang out in a tent, Netflix and bleed. It's true, actually. Orthodox Jews still do it today. It's called a mikvah, which is the Hebrew word for thinks. Um, but... I saw an ad on my Facebook feed for things. Uh, you know what? I just this isn't really following because I skipped so much of it. I'm just gonna stop there. Thank you guys. <laughs> Jenny Hogan bleeds into her underwear. Yay! Jenny Hogan, yay! All right, um, comments about her vagina. So <laughs> her vagina mouth, I guess. <laughs> my vagina mouth. Oh, that's funny. Actually. Always feedback about your vagina. Um, I think that you need to draw out like the diseases, like the 79 diseases you looked up like a little bit more or maybe give like a few symptoms or examples because mm-hmm. it's like you do it so quickly that I don't think, I don't know, I don't know if it's clear. And then also when you say 
they say in the arm or in the butt. I think you could say like, like, well, this one time or like something that a girl would say like, because yeah. there's always been that situation where like a couple's like, should we try it for the first time? And the girl's like, oh, just this once, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Hey, Jenny. <laughs> I always say the same thing. You always you talk too fast, but you're 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 still killing it. So who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter what I think, but I still think it's very funny. Like you you make very funny observations, and uh, there you go. But you still talk too fucking fast. Okay. Thank you. I have I have a tag, a uh, better tag for your um yeast infection in your mouth you can say something like well people used to call me a cunt face but really i'm a vagina mouth oh, or something yeah, like that yeah, like yeah. you've got yeast yeah. infection in your mouth mm-hmm. do some vagina reference there that line is so funny it's true go fuck yourself that line the go fuck yourself line that's so funny <laughs> oh, uh one very minor point uh when you're talking about the symptoms to the doctor you said i've been cold lately Mm-hmm. Uh, if you said uh, I've I've had chills lately, it sounds more like a symptom. Yeah, I said I have chills, and he's like, "Could it be the weather?" I think that's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's winter. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Put on a sweater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have chills when I'm outside in a t-shirt. Yeah, that's thank you. I like that. You live in San Francisco. You got a layer. It's, it's mm-hmm. like the easiest way. Yeah. You what do you want to give you drugs for it? Like that's the thing is, what's your What's your underlying thing? Is it that you're just a hypochondriac? Or that yeah, it's you that want I'm, free I guess it's that I'm a hypochondriac. Yeah, I want them to. Te- I wanted them to test me for like a lot of stuff. That's why I say the thing about like anxiety. Like oh right, general yeah. anxiety. Right, right, right. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. But you could throw something in there though about. I mean, I guess drugs. Maybe they're too obvious. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, Thank everybody, so clap wildly, Ginny All right, uh, we have one last comedian. Uh, and then if you guys are willing to stick around, I, I think Sabine wants to sing a song. We'll see what happens. Uh, hey, your last comedian of the evening. He is another one of the co-producers of that show that has a weird name that switches every time, but it's going to be the last Wednesday of this month at Purple Onion at Kells, the 30th. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jeff Dean. The name of the show is getting giggly with it and feedback on the show name is not welcome because we're not changing it so not this time um so apparently i've learned recently that it's pretty common for women to cry after sex um but i've also learned that it's fairly common for women to cry after masturbating which i huge relief right guys (laughs) you know joseph you know what i'm talking about uh which I'm actually kind of jealous. Like, talk about two great feelings back to back. Like, two releases, you know? I, I wish I could. I don't think I'm hydrated enough to do that. Um, I, crying and masturbating, they feel totally different, like, beforehand. But, like, I feel like it's the same after. Like, basically the same release, you know? Um, like... When I think about my ex-girlfriend, I masturbate. And when I think about her new boyfriend, I cry. Like, not that different, you know? They're just both ways of dealing with not having sex in a long time. You know, both ways to sleep at night, right? You know? Um, I, I, I like to have a good cry, I'll be honest, you know? But I'm not allowed to talk about it as a man. 
and I don't like that. Uh, like, I feel like girls, they're always like, oh my God, like, I had such a good cry the other day. And it's like, that seems like half the fun of it, you know, like talking about it. Like all their girlfriends go over and they're like, oh, did you, did you get something out of it, do you think? <laughs> like, my friends never asked me that. <laughs> anyway, um, I hate hanging out with guys one-on-one. Like, if I'm hanging out with two guys and one goes to the bathroom, I have a fucking panic attack. Um, and sometimes I have this situation where friends will visit me, uh, and they're like, let's go out. And I get all excited and optimistic at first, and I'm thinking, oh, we're going to go, you know, get some whiskeys and talk about the scars our parents left us, and it's going to be this great bro conversation. And then they're like, let's pick up chicks. And I'm like, no, you know, it's so unrealistic. You know, I like, I, when I go out, I don't like to think about picking up chicks because it takes away from the bro time, you know. I like to be present. Anyway, um, so like we'll be like on the perimeter of the dance floor. It looks like we're drawing up plays, you know, looking for two girls in the same situation, which never happens. They actually want to hang out together, I feel like. Um, and they see us staring at us. It's like they know five minutes before we go and talk to them that we're coming. Like, I just feel bad for the incoming. Damn, like, we're coming, you know. The other day, this guy was with his girlfriend, and then she had two friends with him. And we were looking at the two friends, and he was like, he saw us looking, and he was like, he was like, come on. He was like referring us, and I was like, oh, thank you. Like, so, like, I met, so I met someone new. Like, I made a good guy friend. Um, he was really cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to work on. Yeah, I think I'm going to end it, Pam. Oh, um, so like what always ends up happening is, uh, the guy I'm with will end up making out with someone and it's, I'm always just like, what happened to us, you know? And then, uh, so then in that situation, I'm in the middle of the dance floor, like cracking my knuckles. Like now I have to find someone other than my one friend to talk to. And the anxiety's rushing through me. And the only move I have is to be like that goofy white guy, you know? Like, if I had a tie, it'd be wrapped around my head. Um, and I found that go- girls who like goofy guys, all you have to do is find like a typically feminine dance and do it. And girls love it. So, like, I'll be on the dance floor, like, like doing like the single ladies dance, like, uh, 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 uh you know? Um, or like the Carlton, but then what always happens is like some other guy will start doing the dance moves and he'll like do them better. And then it's like, who am I now? You know, I'm totally ununique at that point. Anyway, that's my time. Thanks guys. Jeff Dean! Yay! All right. Comments on his men loving jokes. I think it's great that you can do jokes about loving men and you don't give off any gay vibes at all. Like yeah, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even feel like it even burgeons into gay territory at all. Which like is, a thing to do. well, I guess. But you're just that's the thing is I like that it reads like you're legitimately like this straight guy who's like I just want to hang out with guys. It's just it's very funny to me and I like it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you add. Uh, if you purposely perform the joke at the your act as you did to see if the joke as written is funny without any juice to it, but I think maybe more just more exuberance would like convince me dance? that it, huh? With the dance? 
not just the dance, but the whole portion. Uh, I don't know. You, it sounded like I don't know a, a poem reading the whole time. Like I was just. Yeah, like you were just. Yeah, no, no. I don't know if you're testing the material to see if 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 the joke as written is funny. Like if I if my eyes were closed, would it still be funny, or would I have to watch you do it for to make mm. me laugh? You know what I'm saying? Like okay, so maybe. Okay. No, I I know what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Hey, you know that second bit when you came up here with that second bit? I heard that bit before, dog. I want to hear something new. You know what? Hey, 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 hey. This is, this is Monday, bro. Sorry. You're next. I don't love the, uh, after you, I think it's really funny when you say masturbating it's a, and crying both ways to deal with not having sex or both ways to fall asleep at night. I don't love that because it makes it too, it makes it sound too much like both, like kind of too, too sad as opposed to like things that would actually like wear you out and make you tired. I don't, I think you should change that like they're both, just both ways to fall asleep. I think you could be like both great like anxiety releases or like both alternatives, both like less uh, physically exerting alternatives to yoga or something like that. Well, but you've heard cry yourself to sleep, right? Yeah. Like that's a very common phrase. Yeah. Maybe that should come before both ways to deal with not having sex then because that's a bigger punch. That's true. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny if like, okay, when you're talking about how girls are able to t- tell their girlfriends about how they cried, um, you'd be like, yeah, girls will always just be like, oh my god, I cried so much, and I'm like, yeah, I cried, or like maybe it's like some like a girl saying that you're like, I cried too, like what about me? Um, I think you can cut this thing about you, like your friends come to visit and then you guys go out one on one and just get to like just start with like sometimes I go out with a guy one on one to hang yeah. out. Um, uh, I think the thing where you say like no, like after he says like. Uh, we should hang out together, whatever. Or like, or he starts hanging up with a girl, and you're like, no, I think it's fun. You need to pause before that, because that's really funny. But it, you basically just say it like, and then he starts hanging up with a girl, and I'm like, no, like, yeah, it just doesn't hit because there's no pause. Um, girls actually like to spend time together when they go out. That's funny. I don't think you said it clearly enough. Like sometimes you're saying they. You'll be you're talking about like a guy who doesn't really have a name, and then you're talking about like girls who don't really have names, and then when you say they, it's not totally clear like who who you're talking about um so i think you should just be like yeah girls actually go out to spend time together just to make that clear um can you refer me it's funny it should that that's like another one i think you should be like you don't you shouldn't be like that that should actually be a punchline like you shouldn't just kind of like say it as a and then i look at the guy and say like can you refer me but you should be like uh and uh, and then like i looked at the guy and i was like I don't know. I I mean, just go go back and listen to it because I feel like the way you say it, like it's not clear that it's supposed to be a punchline, but it's like a very funny line. Um, yeah. Um, one very minor thing. Oh, when you did the uh, crying and masturbating as a release, um, I always think of rule of th- rule of threes. It's like crying and masturbating. It's a great outlet. And then if there was one other thing that came along at the end, it's like oh, and then I then I sneezed and I saw God, you know, or something like that. Some one extra thing to put her over the edge. You know, what else is a, re- a physical release? You know, so and then I farted. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, something like that, just to just to knock it over the top. Um, no, but I, uh, no, I love it. I love your stuff. Jeff Dean! All right, everybody. Jeff Dean, we have one last performer for you guys tonight. I have no idea what she's going to do, but I know it'll be entertaining. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sabine! 
Oh yeah. It's not too long. Ready? We're ready. I'm gonna say now, um, it's not cold. I just met you and it's crazy. I don't know about this. Poopers. I mean, jackets. I don't. I didn't know what song you want me to play, so I thought I'm you were gonna just gonna sing, sing a cappella. Called, hey, I just met you. Oh, go ahead, sing it. I'm not gonna, I don't know the words to it. <laughs> but either, but we can't give you the words. We can all sing it together. Hey, I just, just met, met you. And this, and this is, is crazy. crazy. The kids but are here's calling. my number. Call so me call me maybe. maybe. Hey, it's I hard just to met look you. right at you, baby. Because here's my number. So call me maybe. Before you came into my life, I miss you so Pam. bad. We're singing. Would you play it? Um, I don't. I don't know. We, we. Okay, we can try to. I can try to play it. I. I like your. I like your version better. I miss you so bad. I miss you so so bad. Yeah, it is. So What's it? Tell us another end. song you like to sing, Sabine. What's another song? It's called Hey, I Just Met You. But oh, there we go. Can you start at the beginning? Go to the beginning. Put it, put it up to the. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I will you well. So must be, I never tell. Now you went my way. Was a quiz. Panties and time, so a kiss. Now you're in my way. Your skin was showing red. Hulk's cheek was forward. Now skin is blown. Well, you think you go away, baby? Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy. You can't tell I go to call me baby. Oh, the octagon, baby. Can't tell I go call me maybe. I just met you. It's crazy. Can't tell I go call me maybe. Oh, the octagon. Try to chase me. Can't tell I go. But now you're in my way. You don't know which panties and jumps. Now you're the guy. Now you're in my way. Where you think you're going? And this is crazy. Kids are long ago. Call me maybe. And Jodie Ocon. Try to chase me. Kids are long ago. Call me maybe. I just met you. Crazy. Go to call me maybe. Yay! Everybody clap wildly for Sabine! Yay! Sabine, do you have anything else you want to tell the people before you leave tonight? You're the last one. Do you have any any last words of wisdom for us? Any? Nope. None of that? All right. Sabine, yay! Yay, and then yay. Uh, thank you guys all for being here tonight on the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, stay tuned into all of our uh, shows uh, specifically. I have... A couple on Wednesday, the AltaCast, and some Call Me yeah. Tim. And then on Fridays from 6 to 8 is yeah. the 
uh, happy hour. And then from 8 to 10 this week is uh, Depressed Holiday Comedy with Nicole Love, Journey Roberts, Chris Knatzer, uh and Tommy Arnold is out from behind the... He's out. So excited to see him around again. So thanks again for being here, everybody. Good night. Yay. 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 Play. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission High for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. 
when Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Then get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue. San Francisco is located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Subliminal 
SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Um, oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy, and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., but you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, you got it. I got it. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! On my titties like you wanted me Calling me all the time That bondy check out my Chrissy Behind it's fine all the time What else is in the teachers of peaches? Like sex on the beaches Uh, what? Huh? Right? What? the best. 
on? Am I on? Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, it was turned off also earlier. So I had to turn it on, which I remember from last, last time. Last week. So we know all the quirks of whoever fucks with the studio before we get here. Stab. Just just stab. <laughs> just just, just stab. Just let us handle it. <laughs> hey, we should put a new, new sound. We sure should. we are the... Sounds from the street, people. Usually, when I listen to the podcast, it's pretty... The ones that I do choose to listen to are pretty, you know, straight... I mean, there's nothing... Technically, it sounds perfect to me. Ooh. 